And joining us is someone who has been a mainstay in our lineup for, I don't know, is it the three years, Kim? I've lost track of time. Is uh, Kimberly Morin. She is now the proprietrix of NHPoliticalBuzz.com. That's NHPoliticalBuzz, where, like us, she keeps an eye on local school boards, city and town halls, the state house, and more. She has been our partner in uncovering crime in so many places. And, uh, Kim, it's uh, it's a relationship I value and appreciate for what it's done to help us and uh, inform the folks in our large and loyal listening audience. Thank you so much for uh, being with us every uh, Monday morning, more or less, for the last, you probably know better than I do, how many ever years? I think it's been three. It's been at least that, I think. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's, um, it's been a great show rich because there's no local shows that are really like this <laughs> uh, where you can expose corruption you know that's my thing exposing corruption outing the lies and and telling the truth about legislation and what's going on and there's nowhere else that does this that i know of oh uh, well we've uh we've done we've done all we can do <laughs> yeah no uh, i know now the question is how to how to how to not lose it entirely and and uh uh keep it up uh, in some way shape manner or form and i'm sure you and i will will continue to uh, partner together and i'm just seeing my phone i've got, <laughs> i've got so many text messages piling up here as well as on facebook so help us spread the word kimberly so we can uh. we can bask in whatever gets gets thrown at us which may include apples and tomatoes but you know we'll bask in <laughs> Oh no! I'm sure some people will be happy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are a number of people. But you know what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there. But there are more people who are not happy, and and that's uh, that's the deal. So well, yeah. I mean, it. You know, like I said, you and I both know, and probably other people know that the um, mainstream quote unquote news orgs in New Hampshire don't really focus on local news like this mm-hmm. you know i mean i just published a story over the weekend about the raymond another raymond official this one said he laughs at people and they laugh at people that come residents that actually come into town um and they call he called them clowns it's like buddy these are your constituents these are the people you not only are they constituents but they're your neighbors you're supposed to represent them but we don't get that kind of local outing of these scum unless we are the ones doing it you know it's unfortunate because even some of the local news sites are just biased and in bed with the 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 people that they favor right and and we've seen that unfortunately i mean we've seen that in raymond where you know you uncovered and we help expose the you know the the funny business with uh, elected officials and their property taxes, or in uh, in Wyndham with uh, oh, yeah. that, that school board and and uh, Dennis Cinebaldi in in particular, and their no bid, no you know approve, no bid contract with Synergistic that they approved without even having passed through their legal team, never mind actually seeing. Right, um, and and there have been a number of other issues. Uh, Salem had the same thing where the superintendent down there, whose name escapes me at the moment refused to answer a uh, right-to-know request along a similar uh, topic line until after the elections were had. Um, yeah. So, you know, um, th- th- and how many times have we gone to bat on these people who have been arrested by their towns for, uh, you know, saying negative things about the, the town council or the school board? Uh, right. You know, it's happened in Alton. It's happened. 
it's happened in Guilford. It's happened in, you know, uh, Hooks It, where, you know, we grabbed the lead on that one. Our good friend Bill Wynn in Goffstown was the first victim of this when the uh, the school board chair had him uh, threatened with arrest because he didn't like where he placed a video camera that had been set up to record the meeting. Um, <sighs> you know, it's just... Uh, and I was there when that happened. So it's just, it's, it's amazing the abuses and arrogance of local officials. Um, and what's even more amazing is that there isn't more local media that looks at it for what it is, exposes it, and then the outrage. Then you had uh, Pembroke, right? Our, our good friend, dearly departed Dave, um, Dave Pearl, who, you know, we tag teamed with to go after the school board there after the superintendent admitted lying to parents about why. They didn't disclose the arrest of their dean of students, their vice principal at Pembroke Academy, Mm -hmm. um, after she was caught in the school with heroin, steroids, and needles. Uh, You know, it's well, and and think about how many times we've we've done stories um, and they got pushed up to the mainstream media and sometimes even national. Yes, um, because they were either ignored. Uh, you know, remember our buddy Jim Foley? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And by That's the way, it was true. Superintendent Michael Delahanty in Salem. Thanks to Josh for looking that up. Okay. I dealt with him on a right to know. He canceled. Funny, he canceled the um, synergistic contract after I did my right to know request. <laughs> two days later, two days after, before I even got the right to know request, he canceled it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then, um, but you were saying about, um, you know, Jim Foley and Derry and how that story went national. Yeah. And uh, some other stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm reminded, too, of, of, of the battle in Candia, both to impose and then repeal that ridiculous uh, 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 transgender policy that, uh, you yeah. know, in, in my opinion, you know, people were talking about bathrooms and locker rooms and sports teams, all of which was important. But the, the outrage there quite clearly was the fact that school officials were prevented from talking to parents about their children's transgendered presentations in school, um, <sighs> unless the eight-year-old kid uh, said it was okay for <clears throat> school officials to talk to their mothers and fathers, um, you know, about how little Johnny was acting like little Susie in class. I, I just, you know, I think of some of this stuff that that uh, you know uh, we've tackled together, um, and and what it's meant to those communities that have uh, seen restitution or restoration of um, normalcy, for lack of a better term, and people being held to account. Um, I, and I think, wow, I mean, we've, we've really made a difference. And uh, I know we're kind of in a self-congratulatory you know, mode here, but we, we, we have. Uh, we, we have. We've, uh, well, the thing, th- this is what I tell people, because te- I teach um, activism classes, too, um, on occasion. And I tell people, find a voice. Um, because you might think you're one person, and you are. You're only one person, but you can make a difference. So you you find that voice, and I always point to you or or Granite Grok or even myself or others who can make others, you know, people aware of what's going on if something is going on that you need to change. Um, because that's the only way you're going to hear about it. You you can ask, you know, the other media, quote unquote, to look into it, but they don't. They usually don't, um, unless they think it's going to be a big story. Um, but there needs to be a voice for we, the people, so to speak, to spread news and information about what's going on in these little towns, because people are getting screwed over, treated like crap. And the, their, their town boards think they can just get away with it because no one's reporting on it because their local news people don't care. 
the, you know, the little local newspapers, whatever. Yes. So I think it's, it's, it's important in that aspect, um, to have the people's voices heard. I, I hear that. So Kimberly, uh, I don't know if you've got anything on tap that you'd like to share with our audience as, uh, as we hear from you for the, the last time. Or if we're just uh, going to sit here and chat about some of the amazing stories that we've uh, that we've tackled, which is well, fine would, with me, by the way, because, you know, trips down memory lane are, are not all bad. No, um, I was talking about uh, the uh, Raymond official who called citizens clowns and said they're laughed at. And, you know, he doubled down. I wrote the story about it and um, it came out and he doubled down on saying, well, people still laugh at you <laughs> like, you, you know, this is the problem with, with even local little small town officials. They just think they, they're on some kind of power trip. And not all of them. I'm sure there's very good ones in certain places. But this is why people have to be involved. What my message has always been and is on anywhere I am is you have to get involved. You have to know what's going on and hold these people accountable. Um, because, because otherwise they'll just railroad. They'll r- ride right over you. Your, your property yeah. taxes are high. Well, look at your board. Look mm-hmm. what they're doing. See what they're doing. Right. Well, you know, and, and I think one of the most epic examples of that in the state of New Hampshire, and I'm going to get the town wrong. I think it was uh, it was a town that Coalition New Hampshire taxpayers um, caught. Was it Windsor, maybe? Where yes, the, Windsor. Where, where, where the, uh, uh, the board of selectmen was uh, wiping the books clean on their family members and friends so that there were a couple dozen families in town that weren't paying any property taxes. You know, yeah. uh, imagine, Kimberly, if you and I had been around during that period of time where the Coalition of Hampshire Taxpayers was uh, unearthing all of this stuff. And, you know, there are a lot of groups out there like the Coalition of Hampshire Taxpayers or the Women's Defense League and, you know, a- any number of them. That really that, that that do really great work that that tackle important topics and things, and don't have an outlet to reach a a large audience um, outside of, of of the media. And to you know to some degree you can fault the media, but you can't. Is I think a lot of uh, what I will call old line media is still trying to figure out um, how to you know how to adapt to how technology is changing uh, everything right. for everybody. And, you know, I think that's one of the, you know, one of the things that this show um, should be looked at as a model for, because, yeah, I'm on an old line broadcast medium here. But when you take a look at what we've done with people like you who have online presences and, um, you know, big social media presences and you do, especially on Twitter, what are you over 25,000 followers now on Twitter? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. And the way we've integrated our online and on-air broadcast through Facebook, Twitter, our blogs, and everything else, I I really do think that we've put together a workable model. It's just that I can't I can't sustain it on my own anymore, and I'm I'm beyond the point of functional exhaustion. I've I've hit a dysfunctional exhaustion, and and I've got to stop. And you know, uh, I probably if 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 my father hadn't passed away. Uh, the way he did, as suddenly as he did, I, I might not have been shocked into the reality of what was happening in my own life, but um, he was, and I was, and here we are talking for the last time on the air. Yeah. No, and and that's that's the thing. You, you have to uh, do what you have to do um, because you have a family and you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the most important thing. 
Um, and, and, and as far as the mainstream media, I think one of the things is they don't have as many people anymore either. They can't afford right. it. No, they can't. And that's because I think they haven't figured out really how to make the transition. And I, right. I, won't, well, men- I won't mention any names, but, you know, over the years, I've, I've made various uh, entreaties to certain organizations about partnering as a way of sort of combining old and new and having a cooperative approach to these local issues. But uh, they were very, I would say, perhaps territorial and, and were uninterested. So, uh, hmm. you know, what can you do? That's too bad because it's a it's a niche that is necessary because there's we have a lot of little towns um, in 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 cities whatever in in New Hampshire and people's voices need to be heard and they need to know what's going on um, and they're just not always getting that from the you know regular media. Very That's true. why alternative media is so important. Mm-hmm. And you know that, because and- you're not going to get all the stories or you're not going to get the truth because the bias is going to be in there. I read stories every day on mainstream media and I say that's not true, that's not accurate, or you know just about the facts they're talking about drives me insane. <laughs> Especially when it comes to gun control. Yeah, no, you know, it's very true. All these stories by whack jobs, and I'm like, that's not right. I, I offered to teach NH1 News reporters the proper terms when it comes to firearms. <laughs> I did on there because the, multiple times they've gotten things wrong. And it's not just them. It's lots of people. They're, just, they're not right. – they and don't know I, about it, so they don't write it properly. Right, and, and, I, and I think a lot of the time <laughs> – Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm just watching comments as they come in on on some of the posts. Are you kidding? Off the air permanently? No, I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. Um, but um, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of times they just don't know any better. Particularly because, especially the younger ones, where they they weren't educated, they were indoctrinated by their schools into a point of view. Yeah. And that's a fight that I fight every day on the Manchester School Board, and it's one I intend to continue to fight uh, with every ounce of my. Uh, uh, every ounce of the strength that I can muster. Yeah, no, and and that's okay because I don't know about every topic I'm writing about, but I got I do the research. I almost said a bad word. Sorry. Yeah, I do. Never have done that. Um, <clears throat> well, one time when my mic fell, but nobody heard it. Um, <laughs> I, I remember that. Um, um, you do the research and then you find out. You use the proper terminology. Yeah, I mean, that's, right. that's that's what I don't get, and and that's. You know, that's why it's hard to you're right when you have other things going on. It's hard to um, keep up doing this because it does take time to write stories or research or interview, whatever, um, because we don't just throw it out there in five minutes and say, here you go. Because yeah. we care more about what's going on. <laughs> very true. Very true. So, Kim, um, I'll give you a chance maybe to uh, pick a couple highlights that come to uh, your mind about things that. Uh, you know, you've exposed here on the air or that you and I have worked together to uh, uh, to bring the light of day to. Uh, well, I think the first one that comes to mind is the Foley, the Jim Foley one. Yeah. Um, only because that story was given to the mainstream media and they chose to ignore it, if you mm-hmm. recall. Yes, I do. And I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't. And suddenly yeah. it was an issue. <laughs> Yeah, and then it suddenly get, you know went up, and that one became national. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was that's the one that always comes to mind. Um, trying to think of other ones, there's there's been a lot of smaller ones that have you know yeah. just come to mind where um, you know that there was the that slime bag Eric Estevez, remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. 
that was also reported on and nobody said anything. And then, oh, then suddenly it's, it went up and it went out, you know, out, up and out. That's what I call it. Up and out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, and, and I just think the, the, the most important things I think have been some of the legislative um, pieces, just because you're telling, yeah. of telling people the truth about what's really going on. Yeah. Um, and I think- you know, there's 1100 pieces of legislation in this session. Who's going to tell people what they're, you know? And I think that I, I think that will be one of the great losses of this show is the ability to really dig into those uh, legislative things, get people on both sides of the issue. Like there were there were there were bills that affected homeschool uh, homeschoolers, for example. You know, J.R. Hole, who sponsored those bills, a state representative out of Dunbarton and Bow, who had uh, a very different understanding of the legislation that he proposed than, say, George DeRazio of the Catholic Homeschoolers Organization. And, and that was a fascinating exchange between the two of them. Um, yeah. you, you know, in, in you know, in, what people don't understand, and I think one of the dangers of the digital world is this, what people don't understand is that you can't debate through a Facebook post or a tweet. You can't, uh, you know, you, you can't uh, say it in pictures on Instagram or anywhere else. There, there are things that do require time to discuss, and there are things that people have to take time to either discuss or listen to the discussion of before they decide that it is good or it is bad. I mean, right. you know, you can, you, you, can, you can think it's good or bad that the uh, state of New Hampshire, through its Medicaid program, is now going to use your taxpayer dollars to... Uh, do sex change operations. But where was the discussion outside of this radio show um, and probably your blog about um, the Department of Health and Human Services announcing that that uh, service would be provided uh, effective July 1st when the public hearing on the rule change that enabled it wasn't until sometime in September and the rule wasn't going to be even considered until sometime in November. Uh, yeah. You know, who, where was anybody else on, on those issues? Right. And, and you know, and the, the other thing, too, is um, outing all the dark money that comes into this state. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that for years, you know, uh, and, and people don't understand that. They see, you know, a Facebook ad or they see a commercial or they see something and they're like, you know, oh, my God. You know, they think, oh, this is horrifying. But the truth, first of all, the ad's not telling the truth. Second of all, it came from some left-wing extremist loon from out of state, like the voting rights people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they think, you know, people don't know that. So uh, you, you have to out these people so people know the truth, and then they can make an, their own decision based on factual information. I mean, some some legislators didn't even fully understand legislation until it, it was researched out. They don't have time to read 1,100 bills. It's ridiculous. No, that's so. It's just you know, outing the you know, getting the truth out there. I think is the most 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 important thing. Getting the truth out there is number one, and then outing corruption and lies is the second. Because the truth um, is what people need to make decisions on. If you have the facts, you can make decisions on based on those facts, and then you can make phone calls to your legislator or to whoever needs to be made a phone call to to say, "Hey, what are you doing?" You know. And uh, Kimberly, we're we're glad that you will continue to bring that fight every day to the pages of nhpoliticalbuzz.com. And as we kind of refocus ourselves and retool what we're doing here at Toronto at Large, we'll look forward to working with you to uh, to bring those fights to the public's attention as best we can, too. 
Absolutely, Rich. Thank you so much. It's been really, it's been a lot of fun and I think it's served a really, really great purpose. Well, thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you with us on the Gerard Large Radio Show. And uh, until next time, whenever that is, be good. Have a great day. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll come back with segment three of this hour. Stay with us.